When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. I was oh, flipping through uh, random things today. By the way, shout out those that have sent me some social medias. It's uh uh, what am I on uh, on Twitter, guys? Oh, at Voice of Merrill, M E W R I W L, at Voice of Merrill on the Twitter machine. I can never remember. I should probably know my own handles, right? But and I'm supposed to be all this. You know, oh, social media is the way of the future. But I'm just an old fart. So what do I know? Uh, so anyway, uh, shout out to those that have sent me messages on Facebook or on uh, on the Twitter machine, whatever else it might be. Uh, you guys are great. Or I got an email from a guy earlier too. Uh, good, good people. Appreciate you. Uh, so I'm flipping through as I'm looking at what's going on in the world today and what's happening. I see this uh, headline from the LA Times. Making a salad might be getting more expensive. Could climate change be to blame? Hmm. Now, purely anec- anecdotal here. But it seems to me that as we watch inflation uh, affect nearly every aspect of our lives. Some areas don't seem to be inflating uh, as much as others. I look at things like, uh, and they they fluctuate due to these commodities based on outside factors, but the general uh, inflation rate does, seems to be avoiding certain things. Produce seems to be one of those things. I, I think of the price of produce today versus when I was a kid, and it really should be maybe double or quadruple what it was when I was a kid, just based on on normal inflation. And it's not. It's not. And again, 
purely anecdotal, and maybe maybe I should pull up the numbers and, and verify that, but it, it just seems as though the, the produce, and I think a lot of this probably has to do with um, subsidies that, that uh, the different farmers get, it just seems that we have not seen the, the cost of, of healthy food go up as much as it probably should have. Meanwhile, the cost of cruddy food, uh, especially, uh, certainly hasn't risen as much. I remember being in, in college and Remember those cubes of Pepsi that you could get? I was a big Mountain Dew drinker when I was younger. I ended up giving that up uh, one year. I haven't, I haven't touched it in, uh, it's been probably 15, uh, maybe almost 20 years since I've had a Mountain Dew. Um, but I was huge. I would drink probably uh, 8 to 12 cans a day uh, of Mountain Dew. I was addicted. It was bad. And I remember paying for those cubes, the 24 packs. And I think it was like four ninety nine. Uh, on a really good sale, it'd be like four ninety nine. I think now there's something like six and a half bucks or something. You know, it's been let's see, that was college, so that was like uh, mid to late nineties. I mean, we're we're talking well over twenty five years now, and the price really it hasn't doubled, and it really should have based on just normal inflationary rates, normal cost of living. It hasn't. So some things just don't uh, inflate as much as what we're accustomed to seeing those happen. The price of your produce, however, may start increasing. Um, I was reading the LA Times article. Uh, Tony Alameda is a farmer uh, and has been growing uh, lettuce, spinach, kale, and other leafy greens in California and Arizona for nearly four decades. Lately, he said there, uh, there have been many more noticeably bad years in a row. 2022 being the worst that we've seen, according to Alameda, vice president of Top Flavor Farms, a family operation that he runs with his brothers. Uh, outbreaks of soil-borne disease and insect-transmitted virus ravaging the uh, the Salinas Valley and causing thousands of acres of lettuce crops to wilt. They said it's getting worse and worse and worse. Experts say bad luck alone may not be to blame. The virus and patients' necrotic spot virus, or INSV, and the disease, Pythium wilt. Pythium wilt sounds like uh, uh, something that we diagnose our mortal enemies with. Uh, have been uh, around for more, for years, but warming temperatures driven by climate change are, in, are creating more hospitable conditions for thrips, which is the insect that carries the disease. Thrips. Are you familiar with uh, thrips? You should be, because thrips carry pythium wilt. Oh, I was fine until I ran into a nasty thrip and I ended up with a side case of pythium wilt. The uh, California Leafy Greens Research Program has been investigating this, saying over the last 10 years we've seen milder winters that's really allowed the population of thrips to build in our environment. So, basically, we know we need to be better stewards for the environment. We know that the consequences are things that we're all quite aware of, changing weather patterns, uh, melting ice caps, rising sea levels, uh, Bomb cyclones and polar vortexes, as well as uh, atmospheric rivers and heat waves that are uh, uh, that are devastating uh, different areas. All these different weather patterns are changing. With the weather pattern changes, we know that certain uh, certain parasites may thrive, whereas certain essential animals may uh, may struggle. Migration of whales may change. All these different things, and yet we're not good at being good. We may know that something is bad. We may know what the consequences are, but we uh, just feel like 
doing something about it is really inconvenient or it's kind of pricey so i'm probably not gonna do anything about that in fact there was this initiative uh in the u.n biodiversity conference now interesting thing about the u.n it's tough to get a bunch of countries to agree on anything and a lot of that has to do with the the differing viewpoints and it's funny that the uh, the viewpoints of the United States uh, represent one of the largest nations, uh, not only land size, but also population-wise, uh, in the world. Or what, one of the top five? Uh, India, China, the U.S. is, I don't know, three or four, something like that. Uh, we're very large, anyway. Uh, and so we are a global metropolitan area versus some of these smaller global rural nations. And so in the same way that we see the rural versus the metro interests being represented by the different parties in Congress and going at each other, the United States has varying viewpoint and varying interests when it comes to the U.N., certainly different than those uh, in those other countries. So we have more of a metropolitan viewpoint uh, in, in the U.N., uh, and the, these smaller countries have a very rural viewpoint, and so oftentimes the interests don't necessarily align. Except at this UN Biodiversity Conference, the CP15, they call that. They, somebody proposed at the CP15 uh, that we preserve 30% of the planet's land and seas just to stop the uh, decline in biodiversity, right? Protect different species, make sure that there's a, a certain uh, environments that are available for all species, 30%. Let's protect 30% of the globe. You can you can decimate 70% of the globe. You can do whatever you want, but this 30%, we're just going to make sure is okay. That's it. Just 30%. You'd think that we would want to preserve more than 30%. 30% seems to be the bare minimum, but just the same, 30%. So basically, the UN said, hey, countries, raise your hands if you want to just preserve 30% of the world. 190 countries raised their hands and said, yep, we would like to preserve 30% of the world. At least, we think probably more would be a good idea, but yeah, 30 seems like a pretty good place to start. Good. Two countries did not raise their hands. One of them is the Holy See, which barely counts as a country. It's like Vatican, right? They don't even hardly count as a country. They're the smallest in the world. Doesn't even count. They're They're... It's a country inside of a city. doesn't count. The other is us, the United States. We said, nope. Now, why is that? Because the United States, we don't like being on the committee. So we just decided not to be a part of the UN Biodiversity Conference. Literally, we did not vote to protect 30% of the land and sea, total, 30% of the planet, total, under protection because we didn't want to send a delegation. That's it. That's the deal. We had no interest in being a part of that. And so we don't get much of a say. Yay or nay. We just sit it out on the sidelines. And what's the reason? Because we don't like being part of committees at the UN. Okay. We could make a difference, but how about if we just elect not to? That seems like a smart tactic. 
Good job, leaders. Speaking of leaders, tech gone bad in just a moment. Chris Merrill in for John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere in your iHeartRadio app. Chris Merrill in for John and Ken, KFI AM 640. It's more stimulating talk. You will be stimulated as we talk about the uh, banned books in our next segment. They are interesting, uh, to say the very least. Oh, no, these aren't books that are banned from the school. I'm not getting into that debate. What are you talking about? You're crazy? I'm a fill-in host. I'm not opening up that can of worms. <laughs> no. Uh, far more interesting banned books. I'll tell you where they're banned, why they're banned. Uh, that's in our next segment. First, I-, I wanted to discuss some of the bad tech. I've been following the Elon Musk drama. Uh, Musk um, saying now that he will resign from the Twitter as the CEO, but he's going to uh, find a successor, and then he's still going to be, he's going to oversee uh, some uh, aspects of the company. Oh, and he's still going to own it. Still going to be a thing. Uh, if you'll recall, uh, Elon Musk put out a poll saying, uh, hey, uh, do you want me to step down as CEO of Twitter? Uh, and I will, I will abide by this poll. And then he lost his own poll in a landslide on his own social media outlet. He sort of intimated that uh, maybe it was because of bots that were out to get him, uh, but that d- doesn't really work when he's the guy that's in charge of eliminating bots. So uh, by saying, the reason I lost my own poll is because bots did it, is kind of like saying, uh, this is all my fault, and even when it's not my fault, it's still my fault. Right? If he lost his own poll saying that he should step down as uh, the CEO of Twitter, if he lost it because the bots got involved, then wouldn't that show that he's not an effective leader when his whole thing was how he was going to get rid of bots? Yeah. So anyway, uh, it was kind of radio silence there for a few days. Now he says, uh, nope, I am going to step down. Uh, tweeting his decision last night in response to an unscientific and unrepresentative poll, as Twitter polls all are. Uh, the landslide, 57.5% of respondents said uh, outskies, uh, fired him from his own uh, job. Um, he joined Twitter Spaces audio chat in the early morning today, saying that the company was previously on track to have a negative cash flow situation of $3 billion a year once revenue and debt servicing that came with Musk's acquisition was taken into account. He said that's why I spent the last five weeks cutting costs like crazy, saying that he met with several Twitter advise, uh, advertisers, calling their requests reasonable. Some advertisers have been pulling back from marketing on Twitter since Musk took over. As uncertainty reigned, Musk said Friday that advertisers simply want to return excuse me, simply want a return on their investment. He expects that Twitter's cash flow will reach break-even in the next year, setting his plans to reduce expenses and charge subscribers for some services. He said, that's the reason for my actions. They may seem sometimes spurious or odd or whatever. It's because we have an emergency fire drill on our hands. That's the reason, as we uh, can all surmise from Elon Musk's er erratic behavior on Twitter. uh, This explanation is uh, too much after the fact. If he had said ahead of time, uh, look, here's what we're doing and here's why we're doing it, that'd be one thing. But when he starts doing random polls and swearing he's going to protect democracy and then start limiting certain people and all this other stuff, it's just, it doesn't really, doesn't really jive, right? So anyway, he says he's going to step back. 
one of the issues that he had had to do with saying, uh, um, I'm going to ban accounts that are that are following private jets, and uh, somebody's following my private jet. At one point, he said, the account that follows my private jet is an example of free speech, and I don't like it, but I'm going to let that account uh, survive. I won't ban that account because I believe so much in free speech. And then he banned that account because he said it was a threat to him. Come to find out this uh, threat, how he claims that the the people following his planes and how it's uh, giving real-time information, it's not really holding water. The Guardian uh, is now reporting that the police have provided their very first official details of this alleged stalker incident. South Pasadena Police Department is confirming that an incident involving two vehicles was reported to the police on Tuesday night. This has been uh, last Tuesday, I think, right? Said that a member of Elon Musk's security team is currently a suspect in the investigation, not a victim. A 29-year-old man from Connecticut told the South Pasadena Police on Tuesday that a driver in another vehicle had confronted him in a parking lot accusing him of following him on the 10 freeway on the 110 freeway excuse me and then struck the man with his vehicle as he was leaving the parking lot in other words musk said this guy's a stalker and he put the picture out and said does anybody know this person musk was complaining that he was being doxxed that his information was being put out there without his permission while at the same time putting out a photo of someone and claiming that this person was uh, some sort of a stalker and then asking uh, uh, Twitterati to dox that individual, only to find out the police believe that individual is actually the victim and that the true assailant is the driver of the vehicle that Musk said was being stalked. South Pasadena police learning the suspect involved in this case is believed to be a member of Elon Musk's security team. A spokesperson said the department is contacting Elon Musk's team seeking to investigate both sides of the incident and get statements from everyone involved. Detectives are reviewing video footage of the incident. Uh, The man who made the police report in South Pasadena is not being named because it's an ongoing investigation. Uh, Yada, yada, yada. You get the point. Anyway, the whole reason for banning some of these accounts, turns out, is basically his own paranoia. Oh, and I also saw another story in the LA Times Uh, that is somewhat related to this. Private jet travel isn't so private after all. Some upset owners have had enough. Uh, I'm sorry. You're super wealthy and people are following your flight path? Um, Sorry? Not sorry? It could be worse. You could be really famous and have paparazzi following you everywhere. So, sorry you're super rich and people know what your plane looks like. Maybe fly commercial next time. Be a whole lot easier to just not share your ticket information with people. Not really feeling bad that people know what your plane looks like. Sorry. Sorry. All right. I'll tell you about those banned books. Where they're banned, why they're banned, and some of them are pretty hilarious. It's next, Chris Merrill, in for John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere on your iHeartRadio app. I was uh, trying to get through all the different banned uh, books in uh, California prisons. Uh, I got down to uh, basically through the T's. Uh, I'm trying to, oh, Trust No Bitch 1, 2, and 3, also uh, banned. Okay, there we go.
So the books are banned. The Marshall Project uh, uh, came together and figured out what books are banned in what prisons. Uh, over the last year, the reporters for the Marshall Project asking every state prison system for book policies and lists of banned publications, about half the states said that they kept those lists. They contain more than 50,000 titles. We've, uh, they created a searchable database so that you can see for yourself which books prisons don't want incarcerated people to read. I downloaded all of them. Not the books, the, 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 the complete list, the whole database. I downloaded the entire database. And uh, and then I isolated California for obvious reasons. Um, some of these are interesting. Uh, some of them are obvious. Uh, some of them are a bit curious. And some of them I really think we have to uh, think through and say, is that worth banning? Uh, and here's what I mean. Um there are a number of books that are banned in the California system that seem uh, obvious. For instance, uh, 100 Deadly Skills is a book that's banned in the California system. Okay, cool. I get that. No problem. Why? Uh, for uh, threat and security reasons. Okay. Uh, however, the book 100 No Equipment Workouts is also banned. And why is that? They say it promotes violence. Now, I haven't read the book, so I don't know exactly, you know, hell if I know, maybe it does. Uh, but they say that it advocates or encourages violence or hatred, group disruption, racial animus, and it does not merely uh, describe the same. It actually promotes uh, these things. I don't know how no equipment workouts promotes racial animus or violence, but evidently it does. Some things uh, fall under a category called safety and security. For instance, banned in the California prisons is a book called 101 Skills You Need to Survive in the Woods. Big part of me goes, yeah, I get that. Uh, because you certainly don't want for um, somebody to escape and then suddenly have the survival skills they need. Remember a few years ago, they had somebody, a, a couple of guys got out in upstate New York. I think I think there was like a love triangle with a guard there, and the guard kind of helped them escape. And they were, they were out for, I don't know, a week, two weeks, something like that, trying to make their way to Canada. One of them was captured, one of them was shot. And uh, surviving in the woods and the skills to survive in the woods seems like something they certainly could have used. So you understand why that would not be, um, why that would not be permitted uh, in in the prison system makes perfect sense to me. There are a ton, and I mean a ton, in the state of California. I'm looking. Hold on. Uh, again, this is according to the Marshall Project. Let me see. Let me get down here. Do, 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 do. State of California has uh, over 1,400 banned books in the prison system. Many, 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 many of these are banned for uh, nudity or sexual content. Some are just called obscene material. Not doesn't really give us much of a description on what that means. It's just called sexually explicit. All right, so I'll give you... Uh, there's some of these that just don't make a whole lot of sense to me, but some of them do. For instance, there's a book that is somewhat innocuous sounding called Your Child's Development from Birth to Adolescence. It's been banned in California prisons. And why? They say for nudity. And when you think through it, you go, okay... A book on child development, 
that's been banned for nudity means that the book itself probably has photographs of uh, babies that are nude or even during adolescence may show some changes to the body, scientific in nature, but you understand why that might not be in a prison system. Maybe you've got some pedophiles in there, whatever else. You don't want anything that could be uh, seen, even for scientific reasons, be seen as uh, child pornography. Makes sense, right? Makes perfect sense. But there are a number of others. I don't, maybe I'm just way off on this. Maybe I'm Maybe I'm too progressive on my notion here, but so, so, so many of these are banned simply because they have any sort of uh, sex in the uh, uh, any any sort of uh, sexual or, or erotic um, material whatsoever uh, a book from about ACDC ACDC maximum rock and roll it's a book on the band is banned band b a n d band versus b a n n e d the banned book is banned because it has nudity. One might only assume that that means that there's a, and I haven't seen it, but maybe it's a, it's a shot of uh, ACDC on stage and there's a woman flashing her breasts. Right? So it's banned. I, look, what, are we so naive as to think that if we just ban anything that has a naked body in it, of age, of course, that if we just ban all this stuff that suddenly prisoners aren't going to have sexual desires? What are you, nuts? Who cares? I don't care. I would much rather them have a a magazine and a fantasy of a magazine or a book or whatever else it is than to take things out on their cellmates. And then there's other books that I go, I don't know that that should be banned. Did you see any comic books on the list? Just out of curiosity? Because I got to tell you this, you're not going to believe this. I'm also a comic book writer. I got a letter from a prison forwarded to me by my publisher a few years ago that they banned one of my comic books in a prison. And I don't remember which one it was. All my stuff is objectionable. It could have been Army of Darkness. It could have been Vampirella. But it was one of the proudest moments of my life as a writer. Lots uh, Lots of graphic novels. Army of Darkness. Let me see if that one... I don't see an army of darkness. What'd you call it? Vampirilla? I didn't get I told you I got stopped at the T's. Okay. All right. I got stopped. I, I, I ran out of time during the commercial break uh when I hit uh, trust no bitch one, two, and three. <laughs> I missed those. It, yeah. Thank God they're sequels. V for vendetta. Oh yeah. Okay. A vampire dance. I don't see a vampirilla on here. You don't want to get the prisoners all all riled up. Anything could do it. Some of those though, I, I just think are almost like useful in prison. Um, let me see. Yeah, like the naughty word search book for adults only has obscene material in it. They say they have to ban. Like, who cares? The naughty word search book is the oh, there's the reason for crime. No, mobile phones and tablet repairs is banned in prison. It's considered contraband. No, that's considered a skill they could be learning. Merriam-Webster's Visual Dictionary has been banned for safety and security reasons. The Men's Health Best Weight-Free Workout is banned for safety and security. We'll put weights in the the outdoor areas for people to to build muscle, but we don't want them doing it in their cells because, well, Lord knows if they get too strong, they might become their own personal weapon. Meditation, the ancient Egyptian path to enlightenment, is banned for being obscene. Some of these just make me crazy. Uh, Letters to Penthouse, uh, Volume 8. 
Hang on, this is trippy. Volume 8, 16, 21, 23, <laughs> 24, 29. Uh, yeah, I'm. seems like we've skipped over a few of those letters to Penthouse that are acceptable. So somewhere okay. Also, exactly. Also, <laughs> the... Also, STH, Straight to Hell 66, and STH, Straight to Hell 67 are banned. However, STL, Straight to Hell's volumes 1 through 65, not banned. you got to draw a line somewhere. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, a book called How to Beat Up Anybody is banned. A book called How to Disappear and Never Be Found. Um, yeah, I don't... Some of these, it just kind of blows my mind. I mean, uh, I... Felon Fitness is a book that's been banned for security reasons. I don't know any felons that would be reading that book outside of prison. It seems like they've just eliminated the entire potential audience for the book Felon Fitness. Escaping Alcatraz, also banned uh, from California prisons. But there were a few that really uh, jumped out at me uh, that I thought, well, that's interesting. Especially when you are creating new uh, relationships behind bars. For instance, the... And only banned since 2021 is the book called Penis Genius. Uh, that is uh, no longer allowed uh, up until September of last year, I guess. The Anal Sex Position Guide is now banned in California prisons, uh, which, again, seems like it would be very useful. Oddly, the book Mein Kampf, not banned in California prisons. Uh, however, Ass Goblins of Auschwitz, banned. In California prison. Sorry, what was that one? Yeah, the Ass Goblins of Auschwitz. I see. Uh, I didn't know there were any, but evidently there there were. Just another one of the horrors of the Holocaust. H o r r o r s. Do whatever you want with it. Not with a W. Uh, we'll talk not-so-sexy time. That is next. First, we'll, we'll get with Mark with something far more serious. It's a KFI AM640. We're live everywhere on your iHeartRadio app. Christmas time is a special time of year for all of us. It's also a time where there are different hazards in our daily lives, uh, lives excuse me, that we have to uh, take into account. Uh, one of those hazards, uh, probably not one that you thought of, but uh, can sneak up on you. Uh, and that is anything that uh, would have to do with um, sort of exploring your sexuality you know, with a seasonal theme. I think that's fair to say. It's probably the best way to say that. Uh, yeah, there is a doctor now that is warning uh, that you probably need to be careful um, with your Christmas ornaments. Hang on, it just got removed. The, the link I had. Uh, let me bring this up. I hate when that happens. Uh, yes, uh, from the New York Post, and I appreciate the New York Post doing the, the God's work here. A doctor warning against this... Uh, Can you get... Sorry. Doctor warning against this surprisingly stupid triple-X Christmas trend, don't masturbate with ornaments. United Kingdom doctor raising eyebrows across social media by warning people of the dangers of doing such a thing come Christmas time, which is apparently an actual trend. I guess we're calling things trends now instead of uh, challenges, which I'm glad. Uh, saying it's not advisable to masturbate with Christmas ornaments. Um, indeed, trying to make Christmas uh, come early with ornaments apparently a hazardous to one's health. Uh, there is an x-ray attached, and it shows someone with a candy cane that's been inserted curvy in first. I always love good medical x-rays. Uh, they say... Uh, even Christmas confections pose a threat due to hygiene issues. Oh, yes. Somebody has got a uh, 
A full ornament, one of those round glass bubble, uh, has been inserted. A warning against that. X-ray included in the uh, the uh, story. Fantastic, New York Post. Really appreciate that. So, uh, you got to know. There's some things that uh, you didn't think you needed to be warned about, but you did. Uh, and that's one of those things. So, uh, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Keep the menorah to yourself, uh, but not so to yourself. Also in the UK, and remember, it was a it was a, a, a British uh, doctor that was warning uh, people. Uh, evidently, in the UK, they have real issues. Uh, this is a story that I saw making the rounds uh, earlier. The story, however, is a little bit older. Uh, yet, it, it was popping up all over today, and I don't know why. Uh, it's like uh, somebody just got word of it. Uh, the story happened last year, though, but uh, Army Explosive Ordnance Disposal Team rushing to a, a Gloucester Royal Hospital following a report a patient had a munition in his bum. The item had been removed prior to the police arrival, uh, and the Army Explosive Ordnance Disposal Team contacted. Um, the man said that he slipped and fell on a 2.2-inch shell, typically fired from a World War II tank artillery gun. The round was reportedly from his own personal collection of military memorabilia. Yeah, of course. Slipped, fell, landed on an old munition. I don't know what they're doing in the UK, but there may be something in the water that's causing people to insert things that shouldn't be inserted. Just remember, the proper tool for the proper job is what's necessary. Mo Kelly is in for Tim Conway Jr. Next, Mo, my man. What do you have coming up here, friend? Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, uh, a Happy Hanukkah. Uh, thank you for that PSA of what not to insert. In my body yeah, for this seem, holiday season. Seems obvious, but the British need the help, I guess. Well, evidently, Americans need that help, too. Don't think that we're that much smarter than everyone else. I, I like to feel superior, but you're absolutely right. <laughs> you know, American exceptionalism yep. at its best. Yep. Well, you're come, right. You're coming right. up tonight, we're going to talk about the top 100 movies of all time, according to Variety. They published this list, oh, you know, yeah. clickbait. Of course, yep. it's for us to argue about on the radio. Like tonight, we're going to gratuitously dive into it. We have to talk about the most popular Christmas cookie in every state, according to Google. And Grubhub has determined what is the most popular food ordered in 2022 and Judy Bus is engaged so much more oh. so much fun I saw that oh yeah Judy Bus is engaged to Jay Moore right yeah I had some uh, casual um interaction with Jay Moore over the years when I used to work in sports radio so I have some anecdotes yes. to share I do too but I bet yours are nicer than mine <laughs> mine weren't like bad it was just I, he was just he kind of big time me a little yeah. bit I got a, he got a little Hollywood on me he he yes I have some similar stories I can say that but nicely though. okay yes absolutely okay. you're you're yeah. I will confirm your suspicions <laughs> <laughs> very good all right Mo Kelly is next in for Tim Conway jr I'm back for the boys again tomorrow have a great evening Chris Merrill in for John and Ken KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app with every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io. Slash Parity Flex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.